I'm a young black man doing all that I can to stand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't see that coming up. <laughs> it was good though. It was good Thanks. though. It relates, I thought. It, I, it really do. Um, the moment this movie cut on, that's the first thing that came to mind was Lil' Key drawn. Uh, the moment it came on, that's what you were thinking about. The moment about. it started. I said, oh, this is giving Keydron. I got to <laughs> dedicate this to him. <laughs> okay. Well, yep. won't you let everybody know what we watched this week? <laughs> this week, we tuned into Sinners Wanted, released 2018, co-directed and co-written by Jimmy and Joshua Jenkins, and starring Kenneth Wayne, Ashley Rios, Clifton Powell, Lamon Rucker, and Tracy Braxton. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. Mm. Y'all know the routine. We're going to kick it off how we do every single week with our 60-second challenge. This week's challenge is brought to you by the Black Church. Shout out mm. to y'all. Um, mm. I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> well, yeah. Yep. It's appropriate. And uh, as to be in alignment with that sponsor, I'm actually not gay this week. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we had to work that out in the, in the, in the meetings. Mm. <laughs> yeah, to to secure the sponsor, we had to both yeah. ensure them <laughs> what was going on on this podcast. Uh, it's it's uh, good fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but each and every week, Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. And I'm not going to even, we're not going to linger this week. We're going to get right into it. We're going to start this clock. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's go. Okay, so there's a boy named Leo Shepard. He was born in Georgia, um, mm-hmm. and he was raised by a very uh, a wayward woman. His, his his mama was, you know, in the streets, so he was mm-hmm. raised by his grandma as a result. Um, mm-hmm. Now, his childhood church ended up burning down, and his grandmother was, you know, um, a fatality of that event. And mm-hmm. he, in adulthood, moved up to D.C. and became a pastor, uh, at the Gilead Baptist in Shaw. Mm. <laughs> and that's the organ. Exactly. And he meets a woman who is equally as wayward as his mama was, uh, who was walking the streets and, you know, on the drugs. But he married her up and they went through it all. They were with that church dealing with judgment from the church folks and dealing with, you know, just a life that she was trying to leave behind kept pulling her back. Um, and that is Sinners Wanted. Well, you, I mean, you ran down the clock a whole three yeah. seconds left. It was, Ooh. you was this close. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's as close as we've been all, all, all season so far. Truly. <laughs> Jesus had your back. Uh, this yeah. 60 second challenge. Had to head. Shout out had to, to head. our sponsor. Had to yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> had to head. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we know what went on in the movie, let's get on into the review. 
All right, y'all, before we get into our review of Sinners Wanted, just wanted to quickly shout out all of the listeners and thank all of you as well for really uh, tapping into our Crafting Black Romance interviews that we released a few weeks ago with filmmakers Joseph Elmore Jr. and Jamel Thomas. We got a lot of great positive feedback from you all on uh, Instagram and Twitter for those interviews. And also, again, thank thanking both Joseph and Jamel for coming on the show and speaking with us about how they fit into the black romance film canon so uh shout out to y'all and let's get back to the show so sydney Mm -hmm. what did you think of sinners wanted Hmm. this my response to this question may say more about me um oh than i would like it to so self-awareness okay yes some (laughs) self-awareness when this when the movie wrapped and the credits were rolling i thought wow this is like the plot line for some of my sims so okay. I was like, oh my God, like, first of all, I, I, w- I went, oh, wow, you're mine, because clearly other people are writing about this stuff and, you know, putting it pen to paper and then on screen. I'm just making my sins live through some of these same occurrences. Yeah. Um, so that in itself kept me grounded and, you know, viewing the movie for the entire time. Now, what I will say is I'm not completely sure exactly like what the plot was not like you went through and you, you gave the synopsis of what happened at the top of the show, but I don't Mm -hmm. really know like what was the vision and goal here at when it all was said and done. I said, wow. Okay. That was, I was, it was kind of, it was a lot. There was, you know, a lot of traumatic occurrences going on in this film. Um, Yeah. So that's what I got to say about sinners wanted at this moment in time. What did you think about the film? I love anything set in DC. I always appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, they actually—I think you have a knack for that. Like most of them, like when yeah. you pick movies, usually they're like in the like DC or DMV area. It's kind of like interesting. I do. I just it finds me. I really yeah. did. I don't look that up, you know. And it's not in the uh, synopsis. Um, yeah, in it's the not. description on BET Plus. It's I just always find it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, but yeah, so I always loved that. This a, a lot of the locations for this film was right in the Shaw neighborhood, which is where Howard is. So mm-hmm. very pleasant to Thank see you. that. I feel like a part of the like I, I know what that's at. I know what that's at. You know, right? Um, right. So that's a, that's one thing. I think there were some good acting performances here in this movie. Um, I agree. And I, I'm not too mad at it, but I just do wish. Stories like this, especially when I see a woman going through a whole lot, I wish there was just a little bit more empathy. Yeah. Um, but I do appreciate, I, I think some of that came through with the character of Leo, but I, I think we should get into it later. Because I frankly, that's what it is. I don't know, Sydney. I don't really know how I feel about it. I said the same thing. And I think thing. we're I just really going to have know. to talk it through. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get into know. it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Here at the new Chitlin Circle, we like to start with the opening scene of the movie. So let's see. The, the, the movie opens up uh, with a flashback uh, to a young Leo uh, down mm-hmm. in Georgia. And I felt, you know, I felt welcome. It was cute. The, the opening screen cap said uh, Georgia 1996. And I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Georgia 1996. We was there. Wasn't, yeah, you know, that wasn't was, the place to be. Yeah. The place to be. Yeah. Um, and Let the record the show Leo. that we was outside of Atlanta, not in Atlanta. We were not in Atlanta. Decatur is not Atlanta. Latonia is not Atlanta. Not Atlanta. So. Let's, according Put to the zoning board of Amaretta. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
So Georgia, we were in Georgia Georgia. in 1996. And so was young Leo. He's standing on the steps and um, he is uh, preaching a a mighty sermon Mm -hmm. to his young friends. Uh, The boy can't be no older than maybe seven, eight years old. And he's preaching down. He was so (laughs) So cute with his little little Bible and waving and getting it. I was bringing the kids to my house at six or seven to, you know, Mm -hmm. get the toys and water guns out the garage, not to preach. So clearly Leo is on a whole other a uh, playing field. If, if he yeah. was at Harmony Lakes in the year 2001, I don't think I would have ever gone to his house. But, you know, he did say oh, wow. sinners wanted, so maybe I was a sinner. Yep. I guess that's still in. I used to, <laughs> I, I was known to give a sermon or two to family, but never to my friends because, I mean, hmm. that's, we got more interesting things to do. Sydney, I was yeah, raised in the church. This, this, you're right. Every, but I never, you never said that you yourself, uh, gave sermons this is this is yeah. a new fact about you to family wow. you know get my get my word together and, and come deliver a message mainly because i like wow. attention and secondly because i like to talk evidenced further by the fact that i am on a podcast right now currently and every monday <laughs> <laughs> y'all yeah. gonna hear this voice <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for me being gay and born in the 90s if i was born a couple decades earlier and not gay or just born a man i would have just stayed down south and preached to be honest <laughs> it wow, would have benefited could, me more i could have seen that for you that would have been funny yeah i got the body yeah. for it <laughs> all right let's get back to young leo we've already strayed from from the movie so he's he's um i always find it funny because you know southern baptist folks love uh, the truth coming out of the mouth of babes they love mm-hmm. a kid preaching and i just always find it funny when children are like when i think about what the lord brought the lord me has through, done for me yeah the birth canal like the right. lord brought you through the birth canal what else <laughs> nothing i mean i, I your tooth fell out and the tooth fairy gave you a couple dollars. You know, the Lord I provided guess. that, that blessing from the tooth fairy. <laughs> I guess. I don't but know. <laughs> you can see immediately what type of family he come from and the mm-hmm. type of, um, I think what the old heads would say is anointing on this young brother, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. On this so, baby. On this baby. So mm-hmm. then we, you know, slowly but surely we get carried up to where he is now today. He's, he's walking through the doors of his new church home. His new, yeah. his new, his new flock, his new, yes. you know, uh, uh, herd of congregation, of, uh, his new herd, yes. his new, yes, his, he's a shepherd, his herd of believers. <laughs> yes, yeah, he gets introduced to the church uh, folk, you know, the mother, the, the, the mother of the church, the elders, mm-hmm. deacons, um, and he's the first thing he says, "I want sinners." She said, "What can mm. we do? What can we bring for you?" He's sinners. Now, and I'm gonna put a you. pin right there. Okay, because we um, okay. I think we're gonna we have may, something. We here. may be on the same page, or maybe not. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of talk recently, um, within like the last few weeks or whatever, about um, Twitter pastors and this new generation of young pastors coming about and yeah. just getting on the internet and doing a lot for likes and clicks, but also taking advantage of their flock. Yeah. Now, Mr. Leo, if mm-hmm. I were to see him on the timeline, I tune into the Bedside Baptist. I'm just saying. I, I thought you know, she was gonna make a statement on modern, oh, like post-capitalist Christianity. No, I'm shooting my shot at the actor Kenneth Wayne. Oh. Um, I don't know where you're from exactly, or where you're currently residing. I'm assuming the L.A. area, 
I'm on the other side of the country in New York City. But, you know, if you're single and ready to mingle, holla. Holla. We can go back to, <laughs> to the review. <laughs> mm. I'm going to do you like a newscaster. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Sydney. <laughs> back to our review. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest early because it was it was bubbling up inside of me. He was oh, hot. I'm not gonna. He no, was. you're right. She's right about it. He was hot. He's a, he's he a hot was. guy. Okay, <laughs> look at me. I told y'all I'm not gay this episode. He's hot. <laughs> he's sexy. What do you want from me? I'm not gay no more. <laughs> Delivered. Do Delivered. You hear me? <laughs> but he walks in and he says, and it's kind of corny. That's kind of that's how they all are. But the mm-hmm. question I had was, he rolls up in this like uh, black and red. Mustang, Mustang, and yeah. The, the license plate says "Center" in, in mm-hmm. red. What that supposed to mean? Maybe it's like his, like you know how, like when the hot sign come on at Krispy Kreme, you know, to get your donut. Uh-huh. Uh Maybe he's saying, you know, this is the center hot sign. Follow me, cause I'm trying to deliver you from your sins. Huh. Okay, <laughs> I'm willing to go with that. So. Yeah. Now, this is what happens. I think the movie laid out the plots of, like, the logic of the plot of the movie makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. the way that, the, the pace that the events were told at and, like, the way the direction was. I think that's what I'm talking about. The director yeah, yeah. choosing when and how information was shared. I think that right. worked. So, we see he's having a swearing-in ceremony at midnight that night. Baptist people mm-hmm. are so dramatic. <laughs> I love they it. They do that all I the, midnight. I love it though. It's come on. So dramatic. Any it's the drama to be up of it at the all. church house at nighttime. Yes. Cause all the sinners is out on, on the streets gallivanting. But we in here with the Lord at midnight. The start of a new day. We started with Jesus. Now, I can I get a witness? I know somebody in here is listening to me say this right now. It's very clear, listener homegirl, who on this podcast right now was actually at the church house at midnight in childhood when they wanted to be in the bed, and who <laughs> and who wasn't. <laughs> you think this shit is cute, Sydney. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I was You didn't not. have to go to Hallelujah Night. I did not. I, did. I got to trick or treat. That shout out I to my not. parents. Yeah, we we, yeah. we got to do the the nice secular things. <laughs> I had to put on my jeans and my church picnic t-shirt <laughs> that I got from the church picnic the, the, the months prior and go down to the family life center and See? get some Mm-mm. candy and sing some songs. That's what I had to do. I put on my Power Rangers costume. I put on my yeah. little Powerpuff Girl costume, and we walked the neighborhood. And I got my free candy. That's like, beautiful. Like we supposed to do. <laughs> well, yeah. Nevertheless, he's having his swearing-in ceremony at midnight because Baptists are dramatic, and Love it. we see at the same time just a couple blocks down the road, over in front of the uh, Howard Theater, uh, mm-hmm. there's that that Kiss Bar. We've all yeah, seen it. Right if, over if there. If you live in DC, you know. We're talking about <laughs> right on t street and yep. the girls are out the working girls um mm-hmm. and there is a woman Gigi, her name ginger yep and she is you know preparing for a night's work she's a sex worker and yeah. things go sour she is getting like like she gets uh run down and like um like harassed and assaulted and like followed. The only, yeah yeah she escapes and the first place when she's running down the street the 
first place she it's a quiet neighborhood so the only thing open is the church the church um, yeah and she walks in the church because the door is open and this is right during the swearing in ceremony now everybody mm-hmm. this is where you get to see what the environment is right off rip yeah Everybody in the congregation, everybody up in the pulpit, the mean ash ushers. <laughs> I was gonna say that was my note on this scene. I've never met an usher in my life who does not like like they just don't play. All yeah. of them are so serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I was uh my mama wanted just I don't know why she had this dream in her head. She maybe it's because I couldn't sing and I couldn't be in a choir. But she oh, wanted to be. Yeah. She wanted me to be on the youth usher board. The youth so usher board, <laughs> because she was on the welcome committee. Oh, I love that. <laughs> she was a trustee on the welcome committee, uh-huh. um, and she wanted me to be. Did on she the give youth announcements sometimes? Yeah, she did. She did. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and I told her no because one, I'm just here to sit down and appease you because you don't want to leave me at home, mm-hmm. and two. The this is why this is relevant. The leader of the youth usher board was a lady named Sister Creech. Mm. She was. She sound like just, she don't play. She did not play at all. Like Dang. she used to have. And the real reason I didn't want to, I gotta tell my mom. The real reason I didn't want to join is because the uniform was like a white button down and like yep. a jean skirt. <laughs> yep. And you had to tuck the button out into the jeans. Oh, my God. (laughs) And you had to wear, like, they was wearing, like, fucking sneakers. Oh, God. (laughs) If it's one thing that I... (laughs) If I could put in a request right now to the black church, can we just get rid of the jean skirt like the long one altogether? is that something we can just stop doing i mean there's that, other like cute long front, skirts if you said that in front of a kingdom hall if you said that like, in front yeah. of some jehovah's witnesses was, or some coaching ass. people they, they, <laughs> let, they let me have it coaching they'll whoop your ass if you let, say, let go of the jean let skirts go. is you crazy <laughs> they will give you a holy beat yeah. down for that <laughs> Ladies, like, just, no. I'm just, yeah, no, come on. No. We could come to church looking cute, though. Like, it's no. other long skirts. Floor that's limb cute. jean skirt, buttons down the front. Oh, Please God. get out of here. <laughs> so that's why I didn't want to. You're absolutely right. Every usher I've ever met, I don't, they be acting like they is, like, you know, uh, junior they ROTC act like kids in high service. school. Yes. That's how, <laughs> that's how they act. Yes. You are <laughs> not, not in the <laughs> army. <laughs> You are not defending anybody's freedom. At all. <laughs> you you hang the flag in the morning, the playboy. That's it. <laughs> That's a fake rifle. That is fake. <laughs> what are you oh, doing? <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, Gigi, she stumbles in because she really, I, and like, I feel this sense of relief when I see her come in because I'm like, oh, okay, at least she is somewhere, you know, around some witnesses. Right, right. Lit- double on Literally. Literally. Uh, some witnesses. Both, lots of witnesses. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and she is safe, you know? Mm-hmm. But everybody turning around, like, because imagine this is a private ceremony. This is not a yeah. open, this is not open service. And the usher go, ma'am, you cannot, this is you, not. You, you got can, to go. Are you crazy? Do you hear yourself? What are you Look talking about? She looks like, disheveled. She looks scared. You gonna yes. kick her out of here? What are you talking about? And the pastor says she can stay. She can have a layer, but settle down, mm-hmm. settle down. Right, right. So this is what kicks us into the story. Now, from that moment there, my Judas is his first day at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
from that moment there, everybody in the congregation, and especially the leaders of this church, the elders and the yeah. deacons and stuff, immediately get the message that, oh no, this guy is this guy is not You're bringing down a bad presence here. The way we do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how we get going. Now, at this point, the story kind of. This is what the story does. It brings Gigi and Leo together. And then from mm-hmm. there, it hacks itself like in half where it just doesn't. It progresses fully... so quickly. They don't flush yeah. any of that, like their their romance, because Leo and Gigi enter into a romantic relationship. But it just, like I said, it happens like my Sims. You know, you meet a Sim <laughs> at, at the bar or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You, you click flirt, you, you know, you have your little first kiss, whatever. Yeah. Three days later in The Sims, which is really like 30 minutes when you're playing in yeah. real life, your Sim is married. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it went like that in this yeah. in this movie. It was, it was very much fast forwarded. It definitely did. And now in my head, because we got two problems here. So Gigi is leaving her work and she has a she's got a pimp on the street. So she's mm-hmm. you, she, every night she's on the hook for money. Like she owns this guy money. Yeah. Uh, so she's leaving her work, which is endangering herself because she, it's not quite a job you can put a two weeks notice in. Yeah, you know, two weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a little <laughs> bit more difficult than that. Yeah. Right. So she and she has the trauma of like she's being beaten and like you know harmed all yeah. the time. You know, um, by these awful men she's around, and so that's her. That could be a movie on its own, like us sitting with Gigi as she overcomes this. And talks yeah. about like how she got there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought, because watch seeing Gigi's story unfold, my mind went straight to his influence. Um, Tyler Perry. Uh, That's like, was- you, you know, we talk about Tyler Perry, like uh, the Pope, like his his holiness. <laughs> we say his influence. <laughs> his we influence. Say it uh, and it reminds me of his influence, Tyler Perry. Right. <laughs> Tyler Perry's. Uh, Medea goes to jail. Uh, yeah, the, the movie. Um, yeah. Well, the play too, same premise, but I'm talking about the movie Keisha Nipuliam and she has entered, like she's now a sex worker, yeah. and, but she falls, she's falling in love again with her childhood sweetheart, but we see her story unfolding, yeah. like in her, what she's going through happening while she's falling in love. And it's mm-hmm. not like an end all be all. One of them has to sacrifice something so great yeah. to be with the well, other, but it's, the, I mean, the man, he was engaged. He was engaged, but his fiance was trifling. So that was a good sacrifice. But see how Tyler Perry rots your mind? Because there's there's always a, a rich, power hungry person, and you say, right. "Well, they don't deserve any like they, they throw right. them away. They're disposable. You're right. <laughs> you need to get with the poor, broke down person." But she was Jesus. trifling. though. she was putting people in jail for no reason. That's trifling. You like Kamala. We've gone too far. We've gone too far. I mean, we've gone too far. We've gone too far. And and it's not relevant. I think the the structure of what you're saying is right. And during Black History Month, you're going to make a comment like that? Check yourself. Wow. (laughs) Check yourself. (laughs) Wow. We've gotten off track. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry. This is my fault. You went too far. You went went too far. far. My bad. I'm going to hear about this later. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I I do see the parallel. I do mm-hmm. think the in Medea Goes to Jail, it made more sense because they were childhood sweethearts and they grew up with yeah. each other. Whereas, like, I, I had a little trouble understanding why Leo instantly fell for this woman. He had to do it all, which yeah. Which also isn't quite like, 
that's a little unethical. Like if you Very much as so. a pastor is saying, I'm here to serve this community. Anybody could come in here needing anything and I got you. Yeah. And you've and you like involving yourself romantically with them that's kind of unethical to me yeah as a spiritual leader very much so but then i think about like because she clearly reminds him a lot of his mother who was also a sex worker also was an addict so it's like you know he's trying to fill a void in Mm -hmm. a sense you know of someone who he always longed for to love him in his life and now he has Gigi come about so you know that's another and that's what i was saying Gigi's thing could have been its own movie and his yeah. thing could have been its own movie, but I feel like they didn't focus on one or the other enough. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like, like I would have rather spent the rest of the movie slowly watching Gigi make her way through recovery, you know? Yeah. As a po- or, or spend the movie with Leo in the church. Because after a while, we stopped seeing how he confronted the judgment in the church. Like yeah. and like we stop seeing the sermons and like we lose that pace, like that mm-hmm. pacing of of how long things are taking or how things are progressing. And I just kind of right, right, right. I think that's what's holding like me up things about, about the like, some that of they, that. Yeah. I was just, the things that they like put up against a new pastor, like, okay, is the congregation growing? What's yeah. like our tithes looking like? You know, yeah. that kind of stuff that's like a uh, an earmark that we yeah. you know we look forward to as a viewer. It's like, oh, okay, we're at this point in the movie. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. that was. He all. wasn't in the church enough in this movie after the first like twenty minutes. Like, yeah, he was. Uh, I wanted a little bit more of that, and I also think it could have been. I just, I got the information about his childhood and how it related to his current day with Gigi, mm-hmm. but it I didn't get the. We didn't take enough time emotionally to just sit with him yeah. or just sit with Gigi, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's just the desire that I had, and it might not be an objective flaw in the movie. It's just something I wanted more of. I agree with you, though. It needed that uh, Jenny Saquon. Yeah, Jenny Saquon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they done went got married, and she got pregnant, and things are looking okay. Um, yeah. And then she relapses, which is, is awful. You know, they got this baby and she had to go to the hospital. Um, and you know that now that we're hitting our first speed bump, because I don't know what planet this guy's on, uh, Leo (laughs) to where he thinks he can't, especially the church is in the same neighborhood that she was working in. So I don't know what universe he lives in to think that he can just like, snatch this woman out of this life and it just is behind her forever like yeah this is not it does not work that way you ain't move across the country playboy you look like her pimp is around the corner Mm -hmm. (laughs) like literally (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's the first time and then it happens again um actually worse she gets arrested a little later Mm -hmm. on he has to bail her out um she's back on the street she's back um using and like back in in her old line of work, uh, mainly mm-hmm. because of her, uh, like her old pimp, just manipulating her and like like forcing to to be honest, pretty much, uh, yeah, her to do this, and yeah, so it, she ends up going back to rehab and stuff. But like, I guess even saying this order of events, I'm really not speeding past a lot. Is the issue? It's there was it it not that like. This is like probably too strong of a word, but like it just felt kind of empty. We get to this point in the movie and I go, yeah. okay, so 
it seems like, you know, great. I'm glad Gigi's in rehab now. I guess Leo just goes back to the church and waits for her, like, that recovery period to come back. And then what? You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. How do we go on from here? But, I mean, they they, they added, like, a a nice little dramatic scene to to keep the movie going and for us to get a traumatic ending. But it just felt like, okay, sure. Let's go this way. Yeah. So... (laughs) We do find, you know, there's one character who comes in who is uh, Clifton Powell with an eye patch uh, in a wheelchair. One eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who is uh, sniffing around. And that's when I knew this church was on dirt Mm -hmm. because she comes to the church another night. She ends up on the steps of the church um, beaten, you know, battered up. And the pastor happens to see her and like brings her inside the building. And there's like a cot in the back, probably something they use for kids or something. He's like, you know, you can just spend the night here, like, you know, take a breather. And people, everybody in the church was like, whoa. Oh, hell no. Like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) This pastor has brought an unwanted presence. And I will not let this church be destroyed by. So what did he say? Somebody called her a. Damn, it was it was a old school like word for a bad person. I was oh, like, like scallywag, yeah. something scallywag? like that. It was something like, like <laughs> it was. I was like, fuck. <laughs> so they, these people are just absolutely. They are not about the principles of 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 helping people. You know, the stuff Jesus was talking about yeah, helping people they're not about and not it. judging. They're not with that. So. Yeah. After she, she's in the rehab, and this is when the church people find out that she's in the rehab house Mm -hmm. Um, and the elders are not having it. They sit up and they organize a meeting. This actually reminded me of there's a James Baldwin play called the Amen Corner, Mm. which has a similar plot, a very pious preacher that, uh, that has um, a very like uh, just wild family drama, you know, a wayward husband, the preacher's a woman in this play, but She's got Ooh. a wayward husband who's, this uh-huh. is also set in like, um, like the forties, I think in New York. Okay. So the wayward husband who's in the jazz world, I had to say yep. this so it makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The kind, you, know? you had to give the year context. Like, oh, it's just jazz. Yeah. Relax. Oh, it's <laughs> no, the forties. back then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So got it. yeah. At the end of the play, they organized this big meeting to try and oust uh-huh. her from the church. And that's what made me think of it. They organized Ooh. an emergency meeting Love to try it. and oust the pastor because they think it's gone too far i think you should it was top of of mind because i saw it um some like they they produced it on the stage in dc a couple of months ago um it's better to read though because james baldwin has a a zip with with the words but it when it's said out loud it didn't really hit as hard for me but now i'm critiquing a play on a show about black indies so let me get back on topic let's get back (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. So they organize this meeting to try and get the pastor out. Mm-hmm. But the congregation has other plans. I, I just want to note the meeting was hilarious. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that was not the intention. I'm like hundred percent positive. It was I don't maybe maybe I'm wrong, but in my mind, I don't think it was intended to be that funny. What did you I, find funny? I laughed through all of it because you know, I I find so, a lot of serious things, things that are supposed to be serious, funny. Um you, you know how I feel about certain movies and things. Uh, but yeah. in this particular scene, <laughs> when they kept calling her a dirty hoe, I just I just fucking laughed. It was so 
funny. Now, why would you say that? Why would you say that? I need to take you to task. (laughs) No, it's not sitting right with my spirit. It was funny. I can't. (laughs) When we watched that Essence Atkins movie last year. Same uh-huh. difference. And I told you nah, that fam. it was hilarious. No. Nah. You acted like I was some heartless bitch for laughing at that dramatic different, movie. Different reasons. Different reasons. You laughed at stuff that genuinely was not funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was not You was laughing because you saw Essence Atkins in that curly wig yelling at Essence Atkins in that straight wig. That's why now that is funny. But the subject matter. <laughs> Itself. But it was because <laughs> that's that's two sets of essence actions <laughs> eyes in a, on a scene. It was just that's why you thought it was, it was too, too much. much. Okay, well, I didn't think this scene was funny because he was up there. So what if my wife's a dirty hoe? And so what if I burned down my grandmother's church? I just I I couldn't help myself. I sat in here and cackled for five minutes. I did. I thought it was funny. I didn't. Um, oh. and that. Thank you for bringing that up because the smoking gun that the mm-hmm. mother of the church had was um, that Leo, as a child, burned down his church and his grandma was in it. And so yeah. he killed her in the process, which is, that's dramatic. I, as hell. I, okay. I didn't see it going that way. At all. Well, you know, it got to be something, you know. I guess. Mm. Um and that's when he does go on the dirty hoe tirade. Yeah. But after, and then she records it on this like old time tape. <laughs> old school <laughs> tape recorder. And runs the tape back for Gigi after no, the service. I did, I did laugh at the tape recorder because she, 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 so Leo said all of that, right? And Gigi is outside the door and she comes in and she's like, no, you that, that's my husband. And uh-huh. so the mother says, well, would your husband say this? this? And I think she's about Click. to like push play on the phone. But the camera pans down and it's a fucking like notebook size yes. <laughs> tape, tape recorder. recorder. And, she, and, and you can hear the button. You can hear the button go. <laughs> like, <"Click." laughs> she and then you hear play. the tape whirring. <laughs> I ain't seen a tape recorder. Like, come on. That, that was, was funny. Because how was did you not prop. see that on the table? <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Because you can hear that word in the background recording you. Can. you. Like, come on. Shout out to uh, uh, who was on production design. Who was the prop master? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you. That was that was a good prop. It was very funny. Uh, yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah. So she plays the tape back, and of course she snips. She only show. She only uh, plays the dirty hoe part. She was a whiz with the damn tape master. Because how the hell she fast forwarded just right there? Dirty hoe, stop. <laughs> so <laughs> now the reason I'm going through these steps is because uh, the part of it that I appreciated the most was uh leo after Gigi hears that gets all upset he comes mm-hmm. he storms back into this emergency night meeting and yeah he's he cusses her out and it kind of reminds me of how uh jonathan majors as tick <laughs> on lovecraft country mm, had to mm-hmm. be he's like you leave her be you know? yeah yeah <laughs> you leave my woman out of this it was just very mm, old timey mm. talk um, about jonathan majors mm. anyway oh wow Oh, yeah, a Black yeah. King right there. there. You're right about it. Mm-hmm. 
So I liked that part. I think he delivered <laughs> once after that. I said, "Oh, he delivered that. He nailed that. He did. Mm-hmm. He did." But then we get one of my favorite tropes in any kind of like black movie, uh, novel, uh, any kind of black media, basically, uh, where we have an airing out of everyone's secrets, and it's Love like it. the most dramatic scene in the entire the entire movie and we get one of those very classic yeah. moments in this where Clifton yeah. Powell uh his character one eye airs out all the elders of the church the mothers the deacons everybody gets mm-hmm. it and bravo yeah bravo so the if i remember this correctly uh so Lamont Rucker uh mm-hmm. elder Roberts. Roberts. He up yep. there trying to oust the man and the whole congregation is standing up saying, mm-mm, the pastor been good to me. I was yep. smoking crack and now that- I'm in the church. I was, yeah. what? <laughs> that was that another was scene I probably too. shouldn't have laughed out because everybody was coming up saying what they used to do. So, Because I was I was doing crack, coke, hair, and all of it. And now I'm cleaner. <laughs> it was another girl. I'm not even an alcoholic no more. Because <laughs> it was the last person to come up. And I don't, I'm not even an alcoholic no more. Then she sat down. That was funny. That's comedic timing. I, I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but hey, <laughs> so... <sighs> Uh, damn Elder Roberts <laughs> he is drinking in the church and I clocked that earlier in the movie he was taking a swig out of a little baby water bottle but his face was crunched up too much and I said why are you mm. drinking the water like that it was tequila it always is tequila in his water bottle yep. um, the other two elders had an affair back in 98 apparently yeah. um, which mm-hmm. I think is, there's a statute of limitations on something like that how you, how you know that they get right with God yeah come on like that's 20 that's years true. ago like, come literally on. Um. Yeah, and then uh, somebody else was uh stealing. Was it registered? Yeah. Then the oh, registered sex registered offender was sex a offended? lot. Mm-hmm. I said well, he shouldn't be in the church. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's what a lot. Did? What's yeah. going? Like, explain the situation. <laughs> what happened? Right. Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. You. you so, there's kids in this church. I don't know if you're supposed to be in here. Exactly. So uh, after one eye aired them all out, you know, with the message being, you know, uh, he who cast the first stone. Um, mm-hmm. what's the rest of that quote is is know. is he who cast the first stone he who's first last first last I was last, gonna, who, last who last 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 first last 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 first last last <laughs> if you're gonna say it wrong say it right say it right <laughs> <laughs> um he who la- who you cast the first stone it ain't got no sin is innocent is is that's what it is right i'm i'm, I'm looking it song, up you must he... not be done sinned ever Oh, wait, yeah. He without sin cast the first stone. Oh, that was whooping my ass. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, Jesus said that. Shout out to Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Not me misquoting mm-hmm. the boy. The boy. You know. <laughs> he bad. had all the speaking parts. Dang. <laughs> you don't bad. remember that. <laughs> um, so after that. Gigi and uh, Leo, you know, they they decide they're they going to stick it out because marriage yeah. and the Lord, you know, that's your woman, ride with her. Mm-hmm. Then, that's the, you want to tell it? Yeah, you know, because it, it, it had to end like this, though. Because um, no one is, is without sin, and when you do sin, it's going to come back on you. So Leo and Gigi standing out in front of the church, um, hugging her old pimp. You know, he's in a blacked out car, tinted windows. He drive by. 
gun poking out the window. Leo sees this, obviously, because he's, you know, hugging her and he sees her back. He turns around, he gets shot in the back, and he dies, unfortunately. Um, and G- Gigi does get to live and raise their son, but uh, Leo dies. And preach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And preach. She does preach after that. She becomes a first lady and pastor. If anything, prior to, like, before Greenleaf ended, before mm-hmm. May and pastor, uh, before Lady May and pastor reconciled, I think that's how she wanted his fate to be. She wanted that nigga gone so she could be first oh, yeah. lady. Definitely. That's what she wanted. That would have been Definitely. nice in Greenleaf. <laughs> yep. Sure would have. Yeah. I just... <laughs> This is where it fell apart for me. Frankly, up until I remembered that this is how the movie ended, I was yeah. I was finna be like, oh, I guess I kind of liked it. But why he died? <laughs> he didn't have to die. I thought that I don't think I don't think he had to die for us to have some resolution. What was the moral? Because it felt right. like it, I don't think every movie needs a moral, but this one felt like one that had a moral. But I just don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> Okay. That's what I said up top. I, I I couldn't really tell you. Like I I I fully understand every plot point and what happened. I just don't understand why. <laughs> well, you know what they say: the Lord work in mysterious ways. Mysterious ways. You ain't never lied. Okay. Well, is we ready to On get to note, the awards? Yes, I I am ready to give out uh, this week's Who Came to Act Award, uh, sponsored by Big G. That's God <laughs> for those who aren't aware. <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> you down with G-O-D yeah you know me sister act too anyway I'm playing Sydney, who came to act <laughs> <laughs> for this week's who came to act award um, I think this actor uh, I hope this is a part of um, you know when they do when they do like you know like the story of this actor um, they, we just go run through their entire filmography this pops up in that documentary, that film, whatever, because um, I don't know, I don't know if we would have saw this happen for this actor like a decade ago. Um, so for this week, I'm gonna stop talking, but I would like to nominate Mr. Clifton Powell uh, for this week's Who Came to Act Award. He delivered that air out scene flawlessly, and a few other scenes as well. But I really enjoyed what he did with his character. Yeah, you know, um, you know how Denzel got the Oscar for Training Day when he deserved mm-hmm. it for Malcolm X. Malcolm X, yep. Because Clifton Powell is not <laughs> in the studio with us today, I'll accept that nomination on his behalf. And Great. I would like to offer a runner-up. Please do. The actor who played Little Leo, I want to go ahead and nominate him. <laughs> he was good. He was that good. didn't satisfy you? Are you not entertained? No, he was so cute. He was so. His name is Isaiah Givens, uh, young Leo. He did yes. great. So little Isaiah, you're right. You're right. He did do great. That wasn't China and McLean levels to you. You know what? I didn't. I didn't think about it till just now. But I could see that for young Leo. He he it was really truly, good. Yeah, and that's that's. That's high regard, young man. Because China and do do some do some research on your history. It's Black History Month. Um, you need to tap in because wow, that's an actress right there. That's China she's Anne. a legend. What's she like? Twenty four. You talk and she's Black History already. <laughs> yes, easily. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling. Um, if all hearts and minds are clear, 
I want to <laughs> shout out. This is a Jenkins Brothers movie, right? Yes, this, it is. Uh huh. Jimmy and the Joshua first movie Jenkins. Seen from them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, shout out to them. I, I, you know, I can't knock it. I enjoyed a lot of this movie, um, and it's okay for Lex, uh, for one podcaster to not get it. Um, and frankly, mm-hmm. I'd be excited to see another Jenkins Brothers movie. So shout out to y'all. Same. And they have, it looks like a few things coming up in uh, pre-production right now. So yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, all right, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCCPod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com.